Welcome to Who Picked This Movie. Today we're on episode 15 of News No One Asked For. I'm Glenn Palmer, and today I'm joined by my host and wife, April. Say hello, April. Hello, April. And say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> you didn't say it right. <laughs> today, uh, we're going to be talking about the Oscars. We're three months out from the Oscars, but we have gotten a list from um, Entertainment Weekly. I was reading an article th- through them. And they were talking about like all their predictions on the Oscars coming up. And it's basically the same five movies over and over and over. Um I I'll, you know, give the give them their due because one, we haven't seen most of these movies. So we're gonna watch these between now and and March when the Oscars happen. And then we'll do an Oscar episode. Yeah, and then we'll do an Oscar episode. But um even though nobody's gonna watch the Oscars, we'll do an Oscar <laughs> episode. Um so we're going to go through each one of the categories that Entertainment Weekly put out. Uh, the first one is for Best Picture. Uh, we've got American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, The Color Purple, The Holdovers, Maestro, Oppenheimer, uh, Past Lives, Poor Things, and the predicted winner is Killers of the Flower Moon. So this is the first of many categories where they predicted Killers of the Flower Moon to take it. Even though nobody's seen this movie, <laughs> and these are Entertainment Weekly, right? Yeah, so that this is their not predictions. The yeah, Oscar no. nominations. When do the Oscar nominations come uh, out? I think they start in in January, counting like you put in your votes and everything. Okay. So I don't I don't know if it's the same as um the Academy Awards or not, or or some of the other ones. But usually, like the people who are part of the Screen Actors Guild, and a lot of times they put in their votes and. And then you've got like, I mean, it's like anything you vote on. You've got like um, your delegates and then your super delegates, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Best director, uh, they've got Greta Gerwig for Barbie, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Uh, and the predictor winner is. And so the Killers <laughs> of the Flower Moon, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Then we've got Best Actor, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers, Andrew Scott, All of Us Strangers, Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, and the predictor winner for this is Bradley Cooper with Maestro. Uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it looks I like a see it. pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I have heard that, and why, I think why they're not expecting DiCaprio to win and Killers of the Flower Moon to take a third one uh, is because basically DiCaprio... I've heard a lot of people saying online that DiCaprio was cast in the wrong part. He basically plays the idiot for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I think that's why he's probably not going to win Best Actor oh, okay. for this. I mean, or it could have been that he just this just was not his jam. It wasn't. He didn't do well in it. Who knows? I yeah. don't know. I haven't seen it. I've just heard he was miscast. His, oh, okay. he, like his character is just a buffoon. I really was. <laughs> I really want to see uh, um, all of these. I really yeah. want to see American Fiction. Yeah, we talked that about that like earlier. One, yeah. um, and then Bradley Cooper with Maestro. Uh, best Actress, we got Fantasia Barino uh, for The Color Purple. Wasn't she on um, America's Got Talent? Um, I think she won one of the seasons. I don't. I yeah. Don't. And then her career. I stopped like, watching America's no, what it um American Idol. American I Idol, that's that. what it was. Yeah. I don't know. Never. <laughs> yeah, it was like the third or fourth season, I think she won. Oh, okay. And and then and then she kind of fell off for a while. So 
Well, um, uh, that's the first time I've seen her name in, in a long, long time. time. Yeah. And then we've got Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, Emma Stone for Poor Things. And the predicted winner is? Go ahead and say it, April. Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, he had another one. You know, I, you know, here's the thing. I think most of these are bought and paid for with the Oscars now anyway. Um, there's a lot of campaign. I've read a lot about this. So there's a lot of campaigning behind the scenes. People getting gifts for, you know, their votes and things like this. And, you know, a lot of backroom it's deals. It's like a little on, mini popularity contest. It is, it is. Vote and everybody, for me. yep, yep. Uh, and that's why people, queen. I think that's why people are giving less and less credence to this because they Oscar. know it's like rigged. Well, basically. it also feels like it's the same over and over and over again. It's the same people, it's the same movies, it's the same yeah. over and over and over again. So, yep. Uh, best supporting actor, we've got Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon, Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, uh, Charles Melton for May, December. I haven't even heard of right, this movie. It's the first one. Yeah. Um, Mark Ruffalo, Poor Things. And the predicted winner for this is Ryan Gosling for Barbie, uh, which I've seen part of the movie of Barbie. I haven't watched the whole thing, um, but I've seen, and he does a good job really with that movie. I mean, again, he plays an idiot <laughs> the whole time, but it's, but it's funny. <laughs> You know, he's not causing the death of a bunch of Native Americans <laughs> as an idiot. Best Supporting Actress, we got Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, uh, Daniel Brooks, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Taraji P. Henson for The Color Purple, Julianne Moore for May, December, and the predicted winner for this is uh, Divine Joy Ru- Rudolph for The Holdovers. Um, that's the movie with Paul Giamatti. Mm. I've seen the previews for it, and it looks like a good movie. I'm, I'm Again, we're going to watch all of these before mm-hmm. the Oscars come um, and, and, you know, we'll see what actually happens. And most of these, I think they're probably spot on with what will be voted on, but you know, we'll, we'll see once we get there. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we've got best animated feature, uh, the boy and the heron, which I saw was great. Uh, elemental didn't see that the peasants didn't see that, uh, the super Mario brothers movie hated it. <laughs> I, and uh, again, yeah. this was like a love hate for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the predicted winner for it. Was my pick for best animated this Spider-Man. year it was Spider Man Across the Universe or Spider Verse? Yeah, probably the only one that's deserved. Yeah, so I that's that's the one I saw. Yeah, or I'm seeing a couple of the animated. I, I tend to watch a lot of animated stuff anyway. Well, that's not fair for me to say because I haven't seen any of. These yeah, I'm not movies, making any judgment so on any I of them. I can't. I can't say who, who I would was just, or who wasn't great because I I haven't seen any of them. And I'm sure. Okay, so I'm sure the acting and everything in these are great. Mm-hmm. My I guess argument always is that nobody saw these movies like they do terrible every year. The ones that win the Oscars are the worst movies well, in the, the box office. Color purple was number one, right? Uh, no, it, it got to number two. So this people weekend. saw the color purple, but who yeah. saw killers of the Flower Moon? <laughs> who right. saw that movie? Yeah. I, I, I mean, didn't, didn't we report and poor that it things, did the worst? Poor things. I, I'm assuming did awful. It looked awful. <laughs> Uh, for the as far as the um the review, trailer yeah i don't know May, yeah. again we haven't seen them and then oppenheimer haven't seen i've heard good things about oppenheimer though i really have well yeah oppenheimer um, and barbie they're only two on here that i'm like well yeah they did phenomenal at the bots office and they should take everything yeah i haven't i haven't seen i haven't seen any of those and i've heard maestro is really good so yeah. i haven't seen any of them so we will watch these yep. and we'll get reviews as we watch them yeah. actors who passed away 
Actor Tom Wilkinson died at the age of 75. He starred in films such as The Ghost in the Darkness, The Full Monty, Carmine Falcone and Batman Begins, uh, Father Moore and the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um, and he played, you You like this show. He yes. played Benjamin Franklin in the TV show John Adams. John Adams is so good. Yeah. Paul Giamatti is John Adams. And he yeah. tells, gives a very truthful depiction of John Adams and his Well, Tom like was, Tom was, Tom Wilkinson was um, Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin, Franklin in this. Yeah. I saw it. And he's been in like a lot of movies. Great actor. You know, it's, it's sad to see him go. He was, a, he was a really good supporting actor. Uh, and I read, you know, you know, after his passing, a lot of actors have, you know, kind of chimed in and they were basically like, you know, Tom made them better acting, better actors through his acting. Oh, uh, that's like truly he just he just raised them up in their roles. What a compliment. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got South Korean actor Lee Sun Kyun. Uh, he died at the age of 48. So young. Yeah. Uh, now he was known. He's not like a huge known actor, but if you saw the movie Parasite, yes. which is a phenomenal so South Korean movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was the rich father of the family where the people were hiding out in their house. The weird thing about his death though, is this, he was found in his car, uh, after his manager reported him missing, he had been in some trouble with the law for drugs because in South Korea, drugs are very much illegal of any kind. And, and it's a much harsher sentence for being caught with drugs, basically, uh, much more than in the United States. He claimed that he was tricked into taking whatever drugs it was and then he was being black by, blackmailed by the people who oh. tricked him and he had a case against them. So they didn't give the cause of death. I don't know if it was... I'm assuming it was suicide just because it, he was found in his car. Possibly. You don't know that. But he could have been a, taken out. Right, you know, It's a right. weird, weird situation and there's no real details mm. being that it's, you know, it happened in South Korea. So. In TV news, a lot, a lot, a lot this week. January 1st, uh, New Year's Day, we got Dionne Warwick, Don't Make Me Over on CNN. This is going to be a documentary. Uh, we got the series premiere of Kaleidoscope on Netflix. This is a, a miniseries starring uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, he was in some of the Star Wars movies. Hmm. Um Kind of, kind of like your. Uh, is it a limited series? You know what I'm talking about, where they they have all of the series in one season. I don't know yet. Okay. I don't know. Um, this is going to be nine episodes, from what I can tell. It's not in chronological order. Like oh. when you look at the the listing of the episodes online, like the first episode it'll be is called Six Weeks Before the Heist, and See? then the next episode is One Day After the Heist. <laughs> Books and movies like yeah. that that flip flop frustrate me so yeah. much. And then it's twenty four years before the heist. Oh my god! So there, each episode is like a certain amount of time between the heist. And there's only one episode that is the day of the heist, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the last episode. <laughs> so you know what happens beforehand. Then we've got uh, this is also January first. Sewer divers. Uh, this is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, you follow people down in the sewers who work on them. Oh my God. I would throw up just watching this. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's nasty. (laughs) I'm not going to watch this. I can't. Nope. Nope. I'm going to, I'm going to see this and I'm just going to smell it in my head (laughs) and probably throw up. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Uh, January the 2nd, we've got the series premiere of America's got talent all star on NBC. 
I'm, I think this is like all like past participants, yeah. and then they get to redo. Uh, we've got the season premiere of Antique uh, Roadshow. You've talked a lot about this show, about wanting to like find something and take it in and be like, <laughs> oh, I found a Monet at a yard sale. <laughs> for paid $2 for it. For three pennies. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody who's watched that show has had that thought. Like, right. I could find something at a yard and sale and get you, rich. Right, and then you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got the season premiere of Fantasy Island. This is the third season, I believe. A uh, group of guests arrive at the tropical resort, and they're told that their fannies will come. Is this true. a reality TV show? No, oh, I've never no. Seen this it. is oh. this is a TV oh, okay. show. Uh, we got the season premiere of Street Outlaws OKC on Discovery. Uh, this is all about street racing, so cars. Um, I wish that would stop because what? people street race. Oh, where all we the time, live, yeah. and it just—it's just irritating all the people around them. You see a death a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. Uh, January the third, we've got the season premiere of Finding Your Roots with Henry Louis Gates Jr. on PBS. Now, okay, so this show—I haven't watched a whole lot of it. I've always—I've also—I've—I've I've only ever seen like snippets on YouTube, and it's always like where they find out something about somebody's ancestors that like you really wouldn't want people to know about. <laughs> So it's funny to me because you've seen like Ben Affleck find out his like ancestors were slave owners. Uh, one of them I saw, uh, activist Angela Davis. Uh, she's a black activist, and she found out that most of her ancestors came over on the Mayflower, which is something that's not good for her as an activist, basically. And she was like, "No, this can't be true." <laughs> I've seen one episode, I think, and I have no idea. This will tell you how much this didn't resonate with me, where the actor or actress, their family was associated with the Salem witch trials. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember who the, who the actor or actress was, but I just, I also, how credible is what we're, is it would be my question. What, you know, are they just doing What's that thing where you're supposed to... Oh, no, they don't do the 23andMe. Uh, there you no, go. No, no, no. Um, they actually dig up records oh, and they okay. show it the to them. Oh, okay, the 23andMe where they're like, you may be related to... You've got cousins in California. Yeah. Do I? Is that real? Um, no, so, I don't but, I don't know how much of this is... Or <laughs> I don't know how much of it is real and yeah. how much of it is staged, but it's it's funny, though, like to see some of their reactions. Um, we've got uh, the series premiere of Sometimes When We Touch... Uh, this is a documentary, it's a three-part documentary about soft rock. So you know, I that, immediately started humming that song yeah, so, in my head whenever go, we. You, go ahead and sing it. Sometimes when we touch. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is going to be on Paramount Plus. So I'll probably watch it because I think it's going to be funny, like to watch that kind of stuff, like those bands. I mean, I, they're ninety-eight point nine in South Carolina. That that entire station is nothing but soft rock. Yeah. So well. I'm not gonna lie. There were some days whenever I would come home from work where I would turn that on just because I needed to zone out. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone talks like this in a real small voice. Listen, that is calming. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got the series premiere of Will Trent. This is based on. Um, Karen Slaughter's uh, Will Trent novels. Uh, don't know who that is, but uh, this is a police procedural crime drama similar to Law and Order, mm-hmm. basically. On January the 4th, we've got the series premiere of Madoff, The Monster of Wall Street on Netflix. This is a documentary about Bernie Madoff and how I will be watching that. I, I love, first of all, I love documentaries, but I 
Um, I love watching documentary. I've watched, there's another documentary about Bernie Madoff that I've mm-hmm. seen on Netflix. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what else is there. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he stole a lot of money and he did some time. So I th- is he's he, still doing is he time. Still doing time? Okay. He stole more than a lot of money. But anyway. Yeah. We've got the series premiere of Special Forces, uh, World's Toughest Test on Fox. This is a reality show where, like, it's basically like stars or semi stars like JoJo Siwa. <laughs> kind of, yeah. What? But they're doing like Special Forces kind of training stuff um, and seeing, I guess, how long they can last. I had no idea Tara Reed was still around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hadn't heard that name in a while either. Mm-hmm. 90s. Um, we got the season premiere of Star Wars: The Bad Batch on Disney. Uh, this is the season three, so this is animated Did you Star Wars. Watch that? I know you wanted to watch it at one time. No, I haven't watched it yet. Um, we had a friend. I got a friend who um, he's watched it several several seasons was it of good? it, and he said it was really good. Okay, I just haven't gotten around to it. I, you know, it's hard to watch everything. Right, and we've got to watch all these Oscar yeah. movies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is who picked this movie, not who picked this television show, but. Um, We've got the season premiere of Tough as Nails on CBS. Uh, now, this is one that I would probably watch. It's a show that celebrates everyday Americans who do blue-collar work. And it's a competition from what I could see. Like, they're taking these uh, people from different backgrounds, like firefighters. Uh, HVAC workers. HVAC workers, railroad workers, stuff like that. You know, And then they're having to do different tasks of the other people's jobs to see who's the toughest, you know, and can do. That's... That's our family dynamic, the blue collar. but we'll move on. <laughs> uh, and then on the last, on January the 4th, we got the season premiere of a hundred, no, not a hundred, a thousand pound best friends on TLC. This follows four women and their battles with obesity with heart and humor is what it says online. <laughs> heart disease, maybe. <laughs> not heart. So it's another one of those shows. And I, I'm a bigger guy and I hate seeing these shows about like overweight people and this like healthy at any size and all this other crap. Like these people are dying, Mm. you know, and, and they're like just trying to play it up. These stations. It's sad. Uh, On January the 5th, we've got the season premiere of battle bots on discovery. Uh, This is like what we were talking about the other week where um, the guy created the robot robot wars or whatever it is. um, And they have robots battling each other. So same thing. Uh, we've got a documentary on uh, coming out on January the 5th on January the 6th. Uh, so this is going to be on Discovery first. This follows the events of January 6th protest. Uh, Lynn, Liz Cheney and Nancy Pelosi are behind the film. So I don't, I don't know how much credence to give it, you know, because you've got two of the biggest detractors from that whole situation. And I'm willing to bet that they've got money tied up in it, you know, getting it produced. I know that, uh, Nancy's Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's daughter was there filming while it was happening and, and like calling out camera shots and all this other stuff. So I don't, it's probably going to be a decent documentary, uh, and shot well, but I don't know how much credence to give it really, but watch it and see. It's one of those, I feel mm-hmm. like they're only going to cover half of what's going on. You know, it's going to be very much, um, like a bipartisan movie. Yeah. Watch it and see. Um, We've got the series premiere of Cold and Windy on WeTV. This is about a female rap duo struggling in Chicago. Um, 
I don't, I don't know. I've never heard of it. This is the first time I've heard of that. So I've never heard of Wii TV. I've never heard of Wii TV either. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's on cable, which we don't have anymore. Right. So. Nope. And we've discussed why. Yep. On January the 6th, we've got the season premiere of BMF on Stars, an American crime drama series, and they follow Black Mafia Family. That's what it stands for, Black Mafia Family. Um, I would check this out. Mm-hmm. This would be very interesting. I love anything like mafia related organized crime kind of <laughs> shows you know i like watching that kind of stuff so definitely going to check it out um series premiere of boys in blue on showtime this is another documentary um spotlighting uh like a high school football team in minneapolis and the the police department like basically are the coaching coaches of the football team and their mentors which means it's a small town because if you have you were from a small town people do multiple things yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, more than likely. Yeah, I don't know. It, I haven't seen it. I, it didn't say where in Minneapolis, so it could very well be. Mm. And then we've got the series premiere of Pressure Cooker on Netflix. Uh, I'm not sure which season this is, uh, but this is like a a cooking show where cooking challenges, and they actually like vote each other off. So, kind of like the island or whatever, <laughs> but with chefs. But with chefs, yeah. And then lastly, on January the 7th, we've got the series premiere of Florabama Murders on Oxygen. This is your jam right here, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This centers around some of the killers uh, investigated in the region around the Florida-Alabama border. Uh, So the episodes are targeted, or some of them are targeted in Beulah and devastated in Deltona. So... This sounds country as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Florabama. I um, love documentaries. I love You love series. crime. I, I love crime series like this. You yes. love crime and you love Southern people. And this is like <laughs> another nine months of me having to watch the Murdochs or Murdochs or whatever the hell their names are. <laughs> I've watched like six documentaries on this family in South Carolina. Listen, we're from <laughs> South Carolina, so it's interesting to me. I know these people better, and I know some of my family now. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a lot of movie news this week. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Wonka was the number one in the box office for Still Christmas. Still want to see it. Haven't seen it. Yep. Y'all were going to go, and then you didn't. I don't know why, but... Yeah. Well, I'll see it. You should have. Um, it outperformed Aquaman 2, and so did The Color Purple. I think Aquaman ended up being number three. Uh, I'm surprised this past it was weekend. number three. It dropped off a lot. Yeah. You know, it looks terrible. <laughs> I'll stream it when it comes out. I'm right. not I'm not, not paying, paying movie theater no, prices no, for that. No. Um and then this week, uh the movie releases uh we for January the fifth, we've got Night Swim. This is a horror movie, uh starring Wyatt Russell, Carrie Condon, and then what it says is the family's backyard pool is on it. What? <laughs> I, I feel like this is going to be somebody drown somebody in the pool or something, you know. That's, that's maybe what not. lies beneath. That's the entire premise of that movie. Yeah. Sorry if y'all haven't seen it, but that's what it is. I did read that this was a short film at one point. Isn't Wyatt then, Russell Kurt Russell's son? I think I he is. I believe so. He yeah. looks like yeah. him, yeah. So, well, I mean, getting his foot in the door, that's what matters. Yeah. And then we've got Memory uh, with Jessica Chastain and Peter Skarsgård. Uh, and this has something to do with... Uh, basically this woman goes to a high school reunion. She didn't want to go and she ends up seeing somebody that she went to high school with Mm -hmm. and he follows her home and he has like early onset dementia. 
And so this looks like a pretty decent movie. Is it a horror film? Or no, a thriller? no, 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 no. It's more of a, um, it's more of like a, like a, I want to say like a romance movie, but what? yeah, it's, I mean, it looks kind of like, it's got that oh. feel okay. uh, as far as the trailer goes. So I'm not sure, but he's got, it's, it's supposed to be funny through part of it. He makes jokes and, you know, cause they, one of the things in the trailer, he walks or they go to a, um, a diner and the woman comes up to him and she's like, your usual. And he's like, sure. And she's like, well, what's your usual? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I don't even know who she is. <laughs> but so they're making light of dementia. Mm-hmm. And he's like maybe 40s and has early onset. So I don't know. Kudos to her for going back to that high school reunion. That's never for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, our weekly topic this week will not be about movies. It's going to be about what we're going to be doing this year. Um, so got to a, a lot to announce stuff we've been working on and talking about, um, especially over the Christmas break, just kind of, uh, mapping some things out on what we want to do with the, with the channel and everything. So what is 2024 going to look like for who picked this movie? Uh, 2023 was a test to see whether or not people liked it, you know, which we did. I think we did pretty good mm-hmm. with no advertising, um, and just kind of word of mouth. And we have fun with it. Yeah. And we have fun with yeah. it. And and we wanted to see whether or not we liked it before yeah. we committed yeah. to it. I agree. Um, so 2024, we've decided we're going to be ramping it up a little bit and putting out some stuff. Uh, the first thing we're going to start doing is some giveaways. Um, I'm going to try to do this probably every month or every two months and it'll be based on, it'll be like movie, movie stuff. And we'll have a little contest here and there. Um, and giveaway stuff just so we can get some more involvement with our listeners. Uh, possibly a book club. I'm not sure about this one yet. You're laughing I'm at laughing it because I've been trying to, to read killers of the flower moon for, oh, yeah. I don't know, like six months. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and kind of, and the, I love to read. I love to be a part of a book club. It's just a yeah. timing issue. So the angle is, is that it has to be a book that's going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Killers of like the Flower in the, Moon. Yeah, in the future. So mm-hmm. it can't be something that's already came out. So like, yeah. we're not going to be reading Twilight or anything like that. <laughs> um, but we, we're going to talk about it and, and kind of see where we go with it. And we'll see how that works. Hey, don't hate on Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hating on Twilight, but it can't be a movie that's already came right, out. Right, right. Yeah. I see. I understand. Um, Traveling panels, we're going to heavily campaign to be part of some conventions. So I'm going to be reaching out Cons. Mm-hmm. to some different conventions and see if we can't, you know, go to them and be a part of the convention as a podcast um, and and kind of expand what we're doing a little bit more. Um, we're going to have a web page by the end of the month. I'm going to be working on that uh, this month. Um, and we're going to basically have all of our media content on there. Other than, you know, just little stuff we're putting on Facebook and Twitter or X. So pics and videos of events we're going to, we're also going to start working on uh, email listing. Uh, so if anybody is subscribing and they want to know when we're going to talk about stuff and get emails, we're, we're going to look into that a little bit more. Uh, we sent out a message this week on Facebook uh, and announced that we would be adding some new content uh, after the first of the year. Uh, so we're happy to announce that we've added a new feature uh, with listeners being able to call in and leave voice messages. So we've got our very own voicemail line set up for who picked this movie. And we're also looking to get equipment that we can record phone calls in real time. And we'll set that up with people like this isn't going to be streamed yet. Um, we're going to, you know, work in stages 
Uh, so the first thing we're going to do is like have people call in at certain times so we can make them a part of our episodes. We could also include the um, individuals who you do the other podcasts with. It would be fun to have yeah, them on. Yeah, we can have them on talk to them different about, times. I would love to talk to Tom about why he's interested in Silver Bullet. Yeah, it's yeah. Such an old movie. So we want to include our listeners more and hope this is going to bridge the gap. Our voice line can be reached at 941-275-9321. I'm going to repeat that one more time. That's 941-275-9321. And it's going to go straight to voicemail. You'll hear our little recording saying, welcome to who picked this movie. Uh, and then you can leave a message for us. And it it may end up on one of our episodes. So make sure you talk clear and talk loud. Uh, we've already said that in the message. So uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Um, we're also going to announce that we're going to be working on building a small set. Uh, and this is going to take a little while. Uh, but we're looking at being able to do videos for this uh, and have this come out on YouTube and, and possibly Twitch um, just to expand what we're doing. Uh, so we're going to be working on like a setup for this over the next couple of months. I'm, so I'm figuring March, mid-April, we should have everything you know ready to go and have all the equipment that we need to do what we're looking to do. Um, so I, I think that's going to be it for today's episode. Um, Thank y'all for listening to yeah. us in 2023. Whenever we had this conversation at the very beginning of this year, yeah, um, I was hesitant, but I actually really enjoy doing this with you. So it's fun. And I, it's one of the best parts of my week. Now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, again, Call us on our voice line, 941-275-9321. Leave your name. 275 <laughs> Come up with a jingle. Uh, follow us on X and Facebook and listen to us on Spotify if you can. But we're also on other major streaming services. So check us out. And we'll see you next week. See y'all in the new year.